have been. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vatabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. Have you tried the new Popeye's chicken sandwich yet, Kenton? Why no, Dan, I haven't. Why? Where are you going with this? I don't know. I just I, it's such a it's such a huge debate right now. Nothing to do with Star Wars, but certainly an interesting uh, <laughs> marketing competition, I guess you could say, between uh, Popeyes and and Kentucky Fried Chicken or KFC here in Canada. Uh, you you pointed out an ad, right? Was that a full page yeah. ad in like the Global Mail or something like that? Yeah, it was a Globe and Mail ad, but not mentioning Popeyes. And in fact, I said I should probably know who they're talking about here. Right. And Chris Schiffman jumped in, like of course he did. Like he's want to do, and he and he was like, oh, no, they're talking about Popeyes. And I was like, yeah, I, I think I did know that. And actually, in fact, yeah. Chris was one of the first people I saw that had posted a photo of him eating the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. And I tried it, and it's really good. I got to say, it's mm-hmm. excellent. And then the other day, KFC had a promotion. They have their, quote, famous, quote, unquote, famous chicken sandwich. Now, the sandwich isn't famous. It's the chicken that's famous, of course, from KFC. So they get, they get around a little bit of wordplay there to get around. It's like the it's like a saying a radio station is the number one hit music station when in fact it's not the number one station they just play number one hit music it's the same kind of idea so the the famous chicken sandwich from kfc and the uh, popeye's chicken sandwich and i have to say i prefer the popeye's chicken sandwich i think it was much better um they're both good they're both fine if you like chicken sandwiches uh but i i did prefer the popeye's i thought it was excellent well let me add to the debate because yesterday i went to a local restaurant cafe carlo good for you good for you for supporting local why not i should do that too more Well, so I went to Cafe Carlo, and this ties in with exactly what you're talking about, because for my money, Cafe Carlo on Lilac Street in Winnipeg has the best fried chicken on the menu, (sighs) I think. Oh, I have to go now. It's uh, it is amazing. And you can actually get it for pickup, too. Oh, my God. But it's it's delectable. Uh, And, um, of course, because it's, like, slightly upscale, it's probably definitely more expensive than Popeye's and KFC. But holy, like you just with a beer, what could be better than that? <laughs> I, I'm I'm there. I, uh, fried chicken is my jam. Uh, it's oh. my it's my kryptonite. is It is the best. My favorite food in the world is fried chicken. So I will absolutely go there and check that out. Great great plug for that restaurant. Well, let me know what you think. And I, of course, I, I mean, I'm going to have to try the Popeyes chicken yeah, now tr- that everybody. Yeah, well, everybody's yeah. making videos and stuff. Yeah. And what, what's interesting to me, uh, just before we move on to real Star Wars stuff, is that, um, you know, Popeye's has been here for a year, maybe. How long has it been in Canada? A while. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure in other cities more than Winnipeg, but it's been in Winnipeg for about a year. And they didn't have the chicken sandwich on the menu when they moved here, even though it was already a thing in the U.S. I went there. One of the first times I went there, I ordered a chicken sandwich, and it was not the famous great chicken sandwich. It was awful. The bun was too hard. It was not good. I'm like, what is everyone's talking about this chicken sandwich? But I realized that it was not the famous one that everyone was going crazy for. They've just brought that in now as a marketing tactic to remind everybody that Popeye's chicken is in Canada and it is a thing. So I think they did that deliberately to time that out um, and do that chicken sandwich thing. Anyway, uh, all right. On to Star Wars news, of course. We had the <laughs> Mandalorian trailer, season two trailer, drop this week. So you were right, were you? I don't know. When did you say that was going to happen? Well, I thought it had to be soon, but I don't know. I can't remember what I said. Okay. I was close anyway. Yeah, anyway, we, yeah. we knew it was coming, right? So yeah. we watched it. Uh, so we, it dropped on, it was uh, Tuesday, I believe, right? 
Oh, Tuesday, I Wednesday. Thought, in fact, you were the one who I tweeted notified it me. It was it was Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday it yeah. dropped, and uh, very very exciting. Uh, shall we watch it and then talk about it? Yes, let's do that. Show me the one whose safety deemed such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. Where? This you must determine. The songs of eons past tell of battles between Mandalore the Great and an order of sorcerers called Jedi. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. You know this is no place for a child. pretty good it's good and i tell you there's a couple of moments when we get we get goosebumps um but overall what were your first feelings when you saw it well I, how can you not love it it's so exciting yeah like I, I a lot it went by so fast the first time that i uh i missed a lot of stuff like the the gag with uh, uh baby yoda flipping his lid that oh you did the, oh that was hilarious i love yeah. that it was so funny that um, was the main thing my main takeaway the first time i watched it and it was only after i started noticing things when i when i watched it about a hundred more times <laughs> yeah and i know i noticed like the first half of it it's all dialogue from the previous season like all yeah. that that whole conversation about what he has to do with baby yoda like that's all from the end of season one so we're not even seeing any new dialogue until like a little bit further into it and even then, it's not very much. Like, we're not getting a ton of dialogue, right? No, not a good. ton. It's, uh, and even when he says, this is the way at the end, it wouldn't even surprise me if in the actual show, he does not say that there. Like, the only thing that's really synced up is when that creature says, so I heard, or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's it. The what, Cyclops Man. I think I'm just going to call him Cyclops <laughs> Man. Because um, he reminds me of the Cyclops from Crawl. Remember that movie where the guys yeah. got the one eye? Uh, but yeah, that that's the only thing that actually we see someone say with their lips moving. So that's the only thing. And maybe even that'll be cut. Who knows if that's going to be cut or not. We can't really believe anything that we see in trailers as far as being in the actual uh, series. But there are a number of other things that we saw here. Now, okay, we see a, we see a, um, the very first shot is of the um, his ship like damaged. And I didn't even notice that at first, but it does appear to be damaged and there's something wrong. The, yeah. the back cargo door is open. Uh, there's some smoke coming out of one of the engines. So something's happened to him. He's rounding. He's, he's obviously headed towards that, um, the blue planet that comes around the, the horizon there. Yeah. Right. So there's where where is that? What planet is that? Do you think? Could be Yavin. Could be Yavin. Or so hard to know. 
Uh, also, we have um, we have a sand person on a bantha, uh, full on bantha, like we saw in the first movie. So that could be Tatooine. He could be yeah. back on Tatooine. Has to be. So it's got to be Tatooine. Uh, yeah. We also have a snow planet. Is that Hoth? Are we going to see him back on Hoth, or is this a different snow planet? I, you know what I saw some people saying online about that. They said it's Ilium, the planet that becomes uh, the 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 Star Killer base in um, oh. the Force Awakens. They thought that that's what that was. I don't okay. know how. I don't. Why would they, Why would it be one and not the other? I don't. Hey, I don't read all the novels, but. <laughs> Somebody does, and Dave Filoni certainly does. So maybe there's something uh, to that. I don't there's, know. There's something to be said. We don't we don't need to assume that every single plan that looks like Hoth is Hoth. Right. Um, certainly, we thought that. Remember when the first Force Awakens trailer comes out and they're on a desert planet? We assumed it was Tatooine, but yeah. no, it's uh, it's uh, what's the name of that planet again? Jakku. Jakku. Right. So they just they just made up another desert planet, right? So there are other planets in this yeah. universe that it could be. I don't know if I buy the Star Killer base thing because I think that planet. That, that planet has, like, trees and stuff on it. So I think that it was, like, a regular planet before they built Starkiller Base, and that messed up the that messed up the atmosphere. That's why there's snow everywhere. It's because mm. I think that's part of the reason. But I, I'm just coming up with that on the spot. Uh, but, I, I, again, it doesn't all have to be tied in together, right? So we'll see. Like, it is, it's, it certainly is an ice planet. It's very, very cold, and you see him walking in the snow. We see some wreckage behind him of some looks like a ship behind him that was wrecked or something like that. It's a good little shot of him and baby Yoda. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that really led me to believe that it might be uh, Hoth is if there's like wreckage of, you know, the rebels or something like that from the Battle of Hoth. Like that could be what that is. But that's, you know, or is that his ship? Uh, I don't think it's his ship. It doesn't look like his ship. Ah, that's true. So I'm not sure. Um, then we see the great. This is the one that got me really excited. Uh, what appears to be Ahsoka. Uh, in the crowd, though, this is a this is on a um, it looks like a dock, some kind of a shipyard. There looks like some some boats are in the background. You know what that is, I think that's Mon Calamari because I think. Oh yeah. Do you think everybody walking around has an Akbar head? Yeah, that's right. Could be Mon Calamari for sure. Oh, I would love to see that. Wouldn't planet. that be good? That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. And then that would be also the scene later on when we see him on the boat. Yeah. Um, that would be that same planet, right? If he's on the boat somewhere. I thought that was Ahsoka too, but apparently it's not. That's, it's what's her face though. No, it, it is, is not Rosario Dawson. What? No, that's apparently um a, that's a wrestler. The second wrestler in this show, uh, who apparently and it's not Rosario Dawson. Oh, you're right. It's not. It's not. I just paused on it. Oh, okay, it's totally not but Rosario but Dawson. It, but in as you watch it live, I thought it was too. Yeah, I have to be honest. I really did. I, and I thought, where's her makeup or where's her? I was like, I was like, oh, she's in hiding or something. Like, well, you would think that that she she yeah. does like, although she does always wear the makeup in the Clone Wars. Right. Yeah, that's but everybody. That's what I, I saw everybody talking about that being um, Ahsoka. So I assumed it was as well. But you're right. It's not. It's so, someone else. But we might assume that that person is a Jedi because he is looking for the yes. Jedi. And 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 there's certainly uh, I've seen people saying that that's Sabine. I don't know. Well, Sabine's, Sabine's a Mandalorian, not a Jedi. No, so. not a right, but uh, who knows? I mean, but you know how it works in movies where they people think they see someone, then they look and there's nobody there, right? Which is what we see here, and it's like it doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> so, to be determined who that is. Yeah, and then we have, of course, we go into. There's a shot on the oh, boat. They're on a boat. Going I love somewhere. that. That's a great. I love like Star Wars boats. I love anything that we yeah. don't like. Yeah, anything that we don't is not part of what we usually see in Star Wars. We don't see a lot of ocean. I mean, in certainly the Rise of Skywalker, there is some is at the, on um, yeah. 
on uh, Endor or wherever the hell they are. But uh, generally speaking, there's not a ton of ocean shots in Star Wars. Last Jedi, we had the rich people dining on the yeah. ocean barge. Yeah. Momentarily, very quick. Yeah, there was a bit of that, but it wasn't like this. This looks yeah. awesome. It's just like it's just like a yeah. um, transport ship. He's just going from point A to point B. He's got Baby Yoda with him. Oh, it looks so great. That's very very cool. And then we get to see the now. What's the name of his ship again? I can't remember. The Razor Crest. Razor Crest uh, being escorted by X wings. Yes. What could that be? Well, I, I guess he's going the to. Same, a... They're the same team. They're on the same like, team here. They're not fighting each other. No, it definitely looks like an escort. It definitely reminds me of Cloud City when those two guys were, those two cloud cars were escorting the Falcon in. Yeah. So they're on either side of him. They're flanking him. But uh, he's being escorted somewhere, maybe to see Luke or Leia. Maybe? No? Oh, wow. Interesting. Or no? or just to be escorted. I mean. But, but, but I mean, when an X-Wing opens its wings, it's about to kill somebody. Oh, and that's what they do. You're right. Yeah, they, yeah, they do yeah. That. So yes. they're about to, they're facing off with something. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I thought about that after the fact. One one friend tweeted that he thought he would see. Uh, he said, "What are the chances we're going to see a Ewan McGregor um, cameo in this in this season?" I said, "What as a Force ghost? He's dead. Like Obi Wan's dead at this point." Yeah. And but in this universe right now, who's the most famous? If he's looking for Jedi, the most famous Jedi is Luke Skywalker. Right. right. That's that's who you would go to. If you found a baby Yoda, would you not try to get it to Luke Skywalker? Yeah, that's I, I think that's that makes a lot of sense. And some some have noted and now like this is once again not something that you and I do, but somebody did, which is they fro they did a freeze frame on this, and there's people who are insisting that the droid in the X Wing fighter is R two D two. But how could you tell? You couldn't. Uh, one astromech looks pretty. I mean, yeah, it looks kind of like it, but it's blurry. You can't. You can't Maybe. tell. Hold yeah. on. I mean, it's it's blurry. No, it, it Very could difficult. be and it might not be. It's like it's could go either way. Yeah, I don't know. Nah. And even if it is, maybe it's not Luke in there, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing. It could be anybody in there. Now, we got a great shot of the two characters from season one. We've got Apollo Creed and the other <laughs> the woman Creed. there. Yeah, well, that's how I think of him as Apollo yeah. Creed. I don't remember his real name. And then the woman, of course, uh, I'm blanking on everybody's names today, but the one who helped him out. Cara Dune. She's awesome. Yeah. She's just a great character yeah. and great. Uh, and she's the other wrestler you're talking about, right? Like she is. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's the original wrestler. Yeah, professional wrestler. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know the other uh, actress's name uh, who we saw earlier in the thing. I don't know her name yet. It's like yeah. it's just like we didn't know didn't know uh, anybody's like even character name or anything before the season one, sort of. Yeah, now it's yeah. And now it's all escaped me because it's been months and months since I've seen the season one, so I can't remember anybody's right, exactly uh, name at this point. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. even Mando, uh, what's his name? I don't know. It's it's Mando. Yeah. Um. Then I and the thing is, it's interesting. Then we see this shot of the X wings or sorry, the Tie Fighters, um, taking off, and the, so and we saw that at the end of the last season where they their wings are folded up, right? That's yeah. a kind of a new mechanic that we've never seen before as far as Tie Fighters go, where they kind of just as they land, their wings fold in and they they land. So um, we saw some more of those. Um, and, and did you see um, the the next scene that you were on right there? Mm -hmm. Back it up to that speeder bike because here we go, and here's another thing. I don't see it, but I'm going to tell you what other people see there. <laughs> if you back okay. it up even a little bit more, how what's what's the closest you can get that speeder bike? Well, I can't. It's not letting me do frame okay. by frame, but 
Um, I'll try and... Some say that what they see on the back of that speeder bike is Boba Fett's jetpack. Well, that's that's possible. Uh, that doesn't seem very... Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, it's a, it, it could be... It just looks like the back of a speeder bike, really. I don't know. Do, do we have, don't we have another shot of the speeder bike somewhere else in this thing? Uh, it's only, like it's, it goes over. It goes over. There, boom. It's the Imperial, oh, that's just, though. Yeah, this is. There's nobody else on that. That's pretty cool. Um, that was a cool shot, though. Yeah. I love when they take that jump. That's awesome. Oh yeah. But uh, it, but we we know that there is a character who uh, has Boba Fett's armor, right? We we know that from what's his face from Justified, right? Has or it has that is that character the guy who collects uh, the armor? So it's probably going to show up at some point. It probably will now. I think people know that, so I think they could just be seeing they're re- they're it. They're reading into it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's very hard to to pick out. Just like the R two D two, like, well, maybe, but probably not. Yeah. All right. And then yeah, we got the great. Then we got oh, he's underwater. Yeah. I don't know. That was a very quick shot. Uh, the jump. I love the jump. I thought that was a very exciting. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a really that my first time I watched it. That was my favorite yeah, shot. Of just them going off the cliff. He's underwater, two seconds, and then he gets his rocket pack. Did he get his rocket pack in the first season? Yeah. Okay, so he did, he did get yeah, that. I couldn't remember the, if he got uh, that. Yeah, in the finale, he's chasing around the TIE fighter. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's right. Okay, because I, yeah. I do remember the line where he's like, I got to get me one of those, and then he does yeah. get one. So there you go. Right. Excellent. Some more snow stuff. So that's the other thing that um, it makes me think that might not be Hoth, because I don't know that Hoth had a bunch of mountains and stuff like that. Yeah. So that could be something else different. Um, then we got... Uh, some kind of asteroid, or what is this coming down? Oh, good question. I don't think I noticed that. Um, Looks like the Razor Crest entering the atmosphere, maybe burning up. Something, yeah, something burning yeah. up in the atmosphere. And then we're into a boxing match or a, a Gamorrean guard boxing match. Yeah, yeah. Skinny Gamorrean or, guard. Sorry, they're not boxing. They're like hitting each other with axes. <laughs> oh, that's actually the, where you have it freeze frame there. That's the best. Um. That was the best look. That is definitely. Oh, uh, I should have. I should have had it. That was definitely Gamorrean guards. There we go. That's oh, Gamorrean yeah, yeah. guards. Wow. Yeah, for sure. They're just. And they're they, just in they, better they, shape. <laughs> this guy, yeah, this one guy, like with his back to us, is in great shape. Uh, the other guy, I can't tell so much. But those ones that were in Jabba's palace, maybe the maybe Jabba's guards weren't very uh, yeah. athletic. Maybe they are much more athletic in real life than we've seen. Could be. <laughs> but yeah, that looks like again, it's very very similar to a wrestling and or boxing match, although they're fighting with axes. Um, and that's when he's talking to the Cyclops dude. And then we see the great shot of um, Baby Yoda. Um, oh, but everyone pulls guns on them. And the Baby Yoda's like, I'm out of here. And he just hits it and boom, he's into his thing. Now, I thought Baby Yoda was going to do some kind of force thing at that point. Uh, that was what I was expecting them to set up. But no, they just they went for the laugh. That's great. That's a great, that's a great scene. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I yeah. guess there's a little bit more. Oh, yeah, no, no, then we hear a bunch of sound effects. Uh, it's great because I actually was talking to our students this week about how effective sound can be. So that's great. Just a bunch of, like, we don't even have to see what's happening. We can just hear that he's kicking ass. And then he, that last shot where he gets the boom, dead. This is the way. Yeah, he, he, he probably doesn't say that just there. Like they just, I they think, could have just dubbed that yeah, in, right? Yeah, I think they dropped it in for the trailer. Maybe yeah. not, but it's. Ah, we'll see. It doesn't really fit what he just did. Yeah, exactly. He only ever says that to other Mandalorians, right? That's really like the code that they have. So. Ooh, and a new logo. That's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Like very, very excited. Um, 
and uh, Disney, I mean, I'm getting inundated with ads now for Disney yeah. Plus. They're stepping up their marketing campaign. I got an ad for today on YouTube as I was looking for a video to show in class. Uh, I got an ad for just all nine Skywalker movies on on um, that was the ad. It was a Skywalker saga on Disney Plus. So they're really stepping up their advertising for Star Wars fans. Yeah. So now we're moving in and we're moving into the the um, you know into the holiday season. We're gonna see lots of toys and other merchandise and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's that time of year again. I saw an ad too, and it was and it was kind of it was like Mandalorian and a lot of old movies coming to Disney Plus. Oh, what were the other old movies? Um. They were old, so I didn't commit them to memory. Uh, what were they? Uh, they're all movies I've seen before. Okay. Oh, and the TV series, and and they're doing a series, The Right Stuff, based on. Oh, the is movie. that Disney Plus? Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, so uh, there's that. There's a Mandalorian. I think there's one second of the Scarlet Witch show, One Division. Oh yeah. They put one second of that in there. And um, and then just a bunch of old whatever, this and that. Okay. Huh. So it's kind of like it wasn't the most powerful sales tool I thought for Disney Plus, but I mean the thing is we're all paying. I paid for it for a year just because. I mean I have hardly watched anything on it except The Mandalorian. You know. Yeah. I, well, actually, I can say my kids are getting a lot of use out of it because uh, we've just rewatched all of Gravity Falls, which mm -hmm. is a Disney cartoon. And then Luke, they they released a Phineas and Ferb movie, a new Phineas and Ferb movie that dropped a couple weeks ago. So we watched that, and then that got us back on a Phineas and Ferb kick. So we've been watching Phineas and Ferb. So there is still quite a bit of content on there. And every once in a while, I will watch an old Simpsons episode, and it's really nice to have them all on hand like that because sometimes i'll remember a specific thing yeah and i can't find the right clip on youtube so i'll just go ahead and watch the whole episode and it, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of fun to reminisce and remember when simpsons was good um, is it bad so now old oh yeah i don't know Has it I, gone i've bad? watched it in years i haven't watched it in years Me i have neither. no idea <laughs> but i i can tell you that not as many people watch it now as they did back back uh 20 years ago and those that the like seasons i don't know Four through ten are probably some of the best seasons of television ever made, like of The Simpsons. It's just very, very good. So, yeah, there are still – Disney Plus is – I find that um, I'm still using it enough to justify paying for it. And, of course, The Mandalorian is coming out, which will take us through to the new year. Um, do you think now they're going to be – it's October 31st. Do you think it's just going to be like an eight-season episode, or what, what's it going to be? Or eight, you, you mean eight episodes in total? Yeah, because like, if they started August October 30th – that means one episode per week, and they could go eight weeks until the end of December. Yeah. Right? So, or they could continue after Christmas, but they don't usually do that. Or they could pull the same crap that the boys did and put three episodes up at once. What was with that? Three at once and then one at a time after that. Yeah, but why would they do that? I don't understand. And the other like, thing is, I, don't release the boys, uh, the the Labor Day. Or no, what weekend was it? Was it Labor Day? It was Labor Day weekend, yeah. Oh, yeah, so then, they, okay. So Labor Day long weekend. Here's three episodes. That's the weekend where you can actually watch a whole season. That's like yeah. when you want the whole season is right before a long weekend. So it's yeah. that was, yeah. I'm not a fan of that. And it's actually, I'm finding it less fun to watch one episode at a time. I, I agree. And I don't I don't see the conversation happening that they were hoping no. for. 
like they were hoping for people to be talking about it every week. But in fact, uh, as a quick aside, that the people are so upset about the boys being released one episode at a time, they're giving it bad ratings oh. on Amazon Prime. So the star rating that you can give to everything, they're giving it one star ratings because they have to wait till the next episode. And I agree, it's not as compelling uh, watching it one week at a time. Like I can't even remember what happened last week, yeah. right? And there's a new episode today, I guess, right? Well, it's not, I've, it's, I've, well it says Friday. It was actually up yesterday. Oh, so, I, so well, now it's up. Come on. Now they're doing it on Thursdays, even though it says Friday. So I watched it yesterday. And the thing is, I enjoy The Boys. I like it, but I don't know. Like, so far, I don't like it as much as the first season, but I'm not sure if that's mm-hmm. just the way I'm watching it or if it's the. And of course, I think we're building up to something here in The Boys. I, I have a prediction about it, but of course, this is the Star Wars podcast. So I'll leave my prediction <laughs> to myself. But um, We'll talk about that on media. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but for The Mandalorian. Like last, I remember last year, I loved every episode. It was fun to soak up every episode, but it's very frustrating when you see ones that are like 32 minutes long. You're like, what? Give us an hour, man. Well, I, th- I think that we were we went into this with a preconceived notion that it was going to be an hour-long episodes every week. Yeah. I think that was what we had in our minds because other similar series are like that. The Boys is like that. One hour long, commercial-free, just like Game of Thrones or HBO dramas. And what I think it was, I think it was always meant to be a 30-minute episode series. Just some of them went long. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we, were, we got. Um, because I, I, I seem to remember some conversation at some point, some interview that when they talked about it being a half hour episode. And so that's, you know, that's what it's, it was supposed to be just a half hour kind of drama, which is un- unusual. Yeah. Right. Uh, you don't really see that so much. I mean, Barry is maybe an example of that, but Barry's kind of a comedy as well. Yeah. So it, it kind of does that, but I don't know. It, it's yeah. The more, the better. And certainly I would love to have just all one hour episodes this season, but I can't say that's going to happen. No, I don't think so either. And I'm curious to know how many of the episodes will be part of it, the journey we know he's on and how many of them will be um, sort of side missions like the one that they did, uh, the uh, Bill Burr episode, for instance. Like, well, they, they were all, they were all kind of like that, like an yeah. um, uh, Adventure of the Week kind of thing. That's kind of the one thing that The Mandalorian did really well that we hadn't seen in a long time uh, because they did still keep this narrative of Baby Yoda throughout, but he does go to like a different planet every episode and has a different adventure and meets different people. Mm-hmm. The Bill Burr one, they're doing a heist. There's the one against the the uh, ATST walker on that farm planet. There's the one where he goes to Tatooine and meets the inept bounty hunter. Um, and what's her face <laughs> with the with the pit droids? Um, oh yeah. So every Amy yeah, every Sedaris. one of those. Yeah, Amy Sedaris. So every one of those is a separate kind of adventure, but they did manage to keep that through line of Baby Yoda throughout. And I, I assume they're going to do that going forward for this one as well. Yeah. Right? And should we talk about, should we bring up the uh, issue of the rumor that's been circulating yeah. online? So let's yeah, fix- you just told me You just told me about this before we started yeah, recording, it's, so go it's ahead. It's weird. I actually got a text from a friend of mine yesterday, and he said, um, he said so uh, Pedro Pascal quit the Mandalorian? Question mark. And I went, what? I texted him back, what? And he's like, well, look at this. And then he sent me a link t- to MovieWeb, which is that MovieWeb is probably, of all the places I've seen this, that's the one that maybe has the biggest audience, maybe. So this is not in the Hollywood Reporter. It's not in Variety. It's nowhere. It's, we don't, or it's not in the New York Times. Like there's no kind of um, news gathering organization of repute really digging into this and they say um uh that pay and the story is that pedro pascal was upset because he's 
under a mask for the whole episode. He wanted people to see his face more. And so he went to Lucasfilm and then Lucasfilm fired him or something or he quit. And uh, and so I, I went to Pedro Pascal's Twitter account and all he's been doing is tweeting all the Emmy Awards they've been winning for The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. They did the technical awards and he's been tweeting those. And actually, I'll check again right now. Why would you why would you do that if you quit the show? Because I, as I say, like, it's a weird story. He has not respond. Like, I checked his Twitter account and it's all full of people going, why did you quit the Mandalorian? <laughs> like all that crap. Like, if you, oh, really? Yeah, if you look at the stuff that he's tweeted, like five Emmys, like he tweeted, and then you read the response, like people are like, did you really quit the show? Why did you quit? All of this stuff. And he has not responded to any of them. Interesting, because you think if it wasn't true, he would respond and say it's not true. Well, maybe. I don't know. That's the thing. It's so hard to know. So he he hasn't responded. He hasn't said anything. He seems to be celebrating the show's Emmys. Which would be an odd thing for him to do if he quit the show. Um, probably he, he could get paid a lot just to do the voiceover for the Mandalorian. I find it hard to believe the guy if the if the guy quit in anger. Let's imagine that happened. Then you'd be celebrating the five Emmy wins. <laughs> I mean, if I don't see this stuff in a any kind of news gathering, like reputable news gathering organization, I don't know. I find it pretty hard to believe. It doesn't sound true to me. I think there was um somebody tweeted it originally. I can't remember the uh the person's name, but she tweeted that um the Mandalorian doesn't know what to do with a mid-season surprise that's going to happen. And um and then the follow-up and I think it was also her again was oh he quit. So it's, I think it's all coming from one source, which yeah. is a bad sign. Yeah, no, and the, the one I'm, I just read this article that says, usually she's good for this stuff, but I'm like, that's not enough. You can't just go based on somebody's track record of this kind of thing, right? You have to have more than one source on this kind of stuff to, to think it's legitimate. I don't know. At this point, I'm not, I'm not buying it just because there's nothing else out there that shows me. Okay, so let's imagine, um, what if, what if the Mandalorian... Or they killed him off, for instance. They killed off the Mandalorian on the Mandalorian. Well, um, if that happened, then Boba Fett would be the Mandalorian, I guess. Right. I guess that's what would happen, right? Yeah. Or or somebody else would become the Mandalorian. There are many Mandalorians in the Mandalorian, right? right. Like uh, the, he's a whole bunch of them. They're all flying around with a rocket pack in that first uh, first season. So it could be Sabine. It could be any other um, Mandalorian person we've seen, or a new person, completely new person. So yeah, you're right. They could they could survive it if he left. Uh, you think they might just have him do the voice work and that would be it? Could they like they they never really have to take his mask off, right? Well, I was thinking about it too and going, okay, like, are you telling me that Pedro Pascal wouldn't take a giant payday to do the voice of the Mandalorian while other actors do all the stunt work or everything else? Like, I mean, basically that's what James Earl Jones did for Darth Vader. Yeah. Like, are, like, are you telling me that, that Pedro Pascal would say no to that? Like, that to me does not seem realistic either. That, okay, let's, let's imagine that he, that, um, that he, he's not required to be inside the Mandalorian outfit. Okay. Like, you still have a, I think you could still do the show quite easily. With just his voiceover. Like, his mask comes off maybe once a season, right? I mean, I, maybe that was part of his contract that he had to have it taken off, but I would have been okay with if they'd never taken it off, right? Like, that's... Yeah. That's, um... 
that's really uh you know the character it compromises his character if he takes his mask off all the time because we've we've it's been shown to us that it's very important to him that he does not right so yeah i guess but i i don't believe it uh right now you know at this point and and would they use his image the image of the mandalorian in the logo if in fact they knew that halfway through we were going to kill this guy off. Or well, I, I think what the discussion has to be, if, if this had really happened and if it was like, I, I want to see show my face. No, we don't want you to show your face. Then I'm, then I'm quit. Or they say, you know, then you're fired or whatever. They, they don't say it like that. Maybe they come to terms. They say, okay, well, we'll pay you out for the rest of the season. You've already shot this season. Let us market the season with you as you in the suit and either we replace you. And they, they would have worked this out ahead of time and probably paid him a boatload of money to stay quiet um so that uh you know well, well maybe we'll never find out uh, you know or paid if he if he makes it to the end of the season then that's then basically it's bullshit right if uh if um yeah because they said he left halfway through is that right yeah yeah that's that keeps saying halfway through everything says halfway through i don't know how that that's four episodes <laughs> yeah that's true it would just be odd to me if if there was some kind of a parting of ways and he's still going to be tweeting about the Emmy Awards. Doesn't make sense. And also, I, like, I think any actor, if you said to them, you're going to be in Star Wars and you are going to be the voice of one of the most popular characters, just like James Earl Jones was. Like, that's pretty, uh, like, uh, what actor would say no to that? Yeah. It just, to me, it just seems like a... Now, an easy paycheck. Now the the uh, the contrast to that is nobody could tell you who does the voice of Boba Fett, right? Like like Jeremy Bullock. Well, I know no, I know him. we know Jeremy Bullock, but not yeah. nobody else knows the voice of Boba Fett because he barely ever speaks in the right. movies. But also because he was such a, a small character, um, and it's just not quite the same. And they dubbed his voice anyway. Once they established yeah. the whole clone yeah. thing, they dubbed his voice in with with what's his name's voice. So yeah, Tamira Morrison, and it actually was. I don't think it ever was Jeremy Bullock's voice. I think it was dubbed. Maybe it says. Well, he used to sound. He used to sound kind of like Clint Eastwood uh, back yeah. in the original versions of the movies. Like, you know, he used to be dead. He was a kind of a grum, grumbly yeah. voice. Uh, he had no accent, but now he does have an accent. Yeah. He's got an Australian accent. You may take Captain Solo to Jabba the Hutt after I have Skywalker. He's no good to me dead. Kenton, I know you've been itching to get out to uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, that's on you. As soon as you're able to travel to the U.S. As soon again. as the pandemic is uh, <laughs> over, I'm there. You're there. Uh, but here's a story. Uh, starting at the end of this month, well, next week, in fact, or September 28th, um, you'll be able to buy select Galaxy's Edge merchandise on their on the Disney website, shopdisney.com, um, so that you can actually get stuff that's uh, these are not like you know previously released items that you can get at Target. These are actual Batu, which is the name of the planet that Galaxy's Edge is. Batu specific Galaxy's Edge items previously only available at Disneyland in California or Walt Disney World in Florida. It includes lightsabers and other clothing and costumes that you can uh, buy. It looks really nice. I do believe some of that stuff is showing up in Canadian retail. Okay. I've Good. seen I've seen some Canadian Star Wars collectors posting photos. I and I can't tell you what it was cuz uh I remember thinking, "Oh, it's kind of like the minor stuff. Like it's not I didn't see anything there like the lightsabers or anything. It was like more minor than that." So I don't know, maybe some amount of that is coming to Canadian retail. It's funny they have um like some of it is is our costumes that Ray wore 
um, in the newer trilogy, some of it's Sith robes, Jedi robes. You've even got one. The, the caption says, "Well, hello there." It's the uh, it's Obi Wan's kind of tunic that he wears. Oh yeah, you yeah. know that kind of thing. So they've got yeah. some. It looks really nice. And I'm sure it's all high quality and probably very very expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not for me necessarily, but for those people who want to kind of do cosplay and that kind of stuff, and the lightsabers look really nice. Um, yeah. very very detailed kind of lightsabers from from the movies as well. Mace Widow's lightsaber. Uh, what else? Are they Obi Wan Kenobi's Asajj Ventress. Oh, doesn't she have two lightsabers? Yeah, right. She's the one with the two lightsabers. They're kind of curved. That's right. No, that, that's one of hers. That looks really cool. Darth Maul. You can buy two and link them together. Mm. Now, what do these do? They don't light up like a lightsaber. Do they like have something you put on them to make them into, or is it just like the handle? You got me. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know either. And they've also got a bunch from like Rebels, Ezra's one from Rebels, and that kind of stuff. Cal Kestis. Oh, there's Cal Kestis from uh, from the Fallen Order, um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, so anyway, it's kind of cool that they're making these available. But again, I probably won't buy any of them. Well, no, and I probably won't <laughs> either. But I, I'm I'm still I still got my eyes peeled for like. I'm I'm a more discerning collector now. I used go. to just collect everything, and now I sort of keep my eyes peeled for like those special, those special uh, action figures that. Uh, and actually, I tweet I um, Instagram today my photos of old Han and old Leia, like mature Han and Leia. Yeah, from the um, new three, movies, three and a half inch figures okay. or whatever. And I was like, you know, it still reminds me, like when I was a kid, to have like to even think about an older Han Solo or older princess leia appearing in a star wars movie was just like oh man like that was the dream sort of thing so i have those figures because it was like oh yeah like that i just remember thinking how cool would it be if they made more star wars so i like i i have stuff like that now but i don't think i need every baby yoda thing ever made i don't think i need all of that yeah well it's interesting one um I, i've been doing a lot of interviews with uh, video game collectors over the last few weeks for my other podcast for uh, games you deserve and one thing that's been kind of a common through line for these guys when i talk to them about their collections is that they're not going to collect every single thing under the sun because it's just too much there's just too much stuff out there and they're talking about specifically video games and cartridges like old school like nintendo and stuff like that but what they do do is they collect things that mean something to them either having an emotional or or some other connection to this item or game so it's about the fond memories so you might like if you love han if han is your favorite character then you might collect every single han solo who's that your friend there that has the yoda collection right he just loves yoda but even he at a certain point especially now with all the baby yoda stuff (laughs) baby Baby yoda is not yoda okay let's be clear he's not yoda he's like a he's a member of the same race that's it yes but every collector of that has to think about what what am i collecting here yeah because he does have Yaddle. He does have a couple of Yaddles. Well, that was the only other so, uh, the only yeah. other member of that species that we had seen up to that point, right? So. Yeah, but so the question is, now do I keep going down that path or am I a Yoda purist? What happens if they land on the planet of Yodas and it's an entire city of Yodas? Oh my in the God. Mandal- it could happen. <laughs> it could happen in the Mandalorian. Probably I not season 2. I keep wondering two. like what's the most satisfying ending for the baby Yoda story and that's that image seems pretty cool or dropping baby Yoda off with Luke with the Luke at the uh, Academy when you still got Mark Hamill kicking around, you can still have uh, Mark Hamill do his uh, dyed beard with the, 
with the hair color for men or whatever. They can do wonders with that CGI. They can make anybody yeah. you look younger, right? They did it for Sam Jackson. That and, would uh, be pretty freaking cool. Captain Marvel, yeah. They can do it with Luke for sure. Although, if you deliver him to Luke's Academy, then the thinking is, oh, maybe they killed Baby Yoda. When, when Kylo Ren burned it down? The Knights of Ren, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's not good. That might not be a good ending. Delivering him to the whole planet might be better. People are going to, uh, yeah, people will not want that ending. Of the, I think most of us want to see Baby Yoda grow up. Like, I would love to see what happens to him when he grows up, yeah. which might not happen for another 50 years. Like, we don't know how these these no. creatures age, right? So we might see a flash forward, or maybe we'll see him show up in a later Star Wars movie or something like that. Um, but we might see a planet of these creatures. We might see a planet of uh, Yodas, right? So we don't know. The other nightmare, though, is... Okay, so if you do kill off the Mandalorian, assume it's true. Well, what kind of depressing scenario is it where he's forged a, a bond with the little baby and then he gets, he gets killed? That's not exactly, that's pretty depressing. And I also think it's depressing to imagine um, the Mandalorian dropping him off and going, see ya, and like taking off on the ship. <laughs> well, that seems, it's like, it'll be an E.T. moment kind of thing where we're all depressed. We're all crying because the fucking alien has to be separate. sorry i shouldn't said fucking oh i guess we can swear on this but i was like where the fucking you're upset, alien... you're upset about it you're really worked up yeah, about this the fucking alien leaves the goddamn boy on the mf planet earth and it's we're like all how i felt about the movie contact get all the way to see the fucking alien and it's her dad come on oh that come on what a ripoff and also Another thing about that movie, we built the first one gets destroyed. Don't worry, we built a second one. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's no, a Death Star. It's a Death Star scenario within the same film. It is exactly. Yeah, they do do another one, and then yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. I don't know that there's any really a good answer for everybody that's going to satisfy everybody. Somebody's going to be upset about how it ends. I think no matter what they do, but. You know, the, the best a series can hope for, I think, is to make the vast majority of the fans happy. And but it's, again, we're I mean we're projecting ahead to the final yeah, season, knows? but uh, it's a very difficult thing to end a popular show on a note that everybody's happy with. There's so many times that shows have messed it up, and had a final episode that was not very good, um, including uh, could I add uh, uh, Perry Mason, which that last episode was just horrible. I know we I know oh you not, didn't like it oh I thought it was bullshit. It's all bullshit. Why? What part of it didn't you like? I can't. I can't really remember it. The part where I, the guy I, says you're not going to convince him to confess on the stand. That's what Perry Mason does. That's that oh, whole yeah. show was him getting people to confess in the stand. And then the other part where the the bad guy gets drowned by some freaking random people for no reason. Like they're obviously getting revenge for their whatever sister, <laughs> or whatever that he killed. But it's completely like not satisfied. I was not happy with the end of Perry Mason. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, it did not bother me. Maybe because I don't. I'm not a Perry Mason fan in the same way I was. I I'm, I'm not either, to be honest. But I was just like, yeah. I, that's uh, the one thing I remember about the old Perry Mason show is that he gets the person on a stand and he gets them to confess, just right. like just like Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men. Like that's what you get them right. so worked up that they'll confess to it, and then they're just kind of throwing that whole premise out right now because it's not realistic. So whatever. Anyway, sorry. Well, the, save that for season two. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into of, it. Uh, Perry Mason and I, and but and. There will be, I imagine there will be a season three of The Mandalorian, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, they, they have to do at least three seasons. We're not wrapping seasons. up anything. No, no, no. I don't think so. I think we're going to see at least three or four seasons. I don't think they're going to go too much further than that. Maybe a five, but uh, that seems to be like Rebels went four seasons. Uh, I know that, um, you know, animated shows are different, uh, and certainly Clone Wars went a lot longer than, than that, but um, I think four or five seasons would be about right for this kind of thing. 
especially when we have all the other stuff coming up the obi-wan series and the the um you know what's his face uh i can't uh, remember cassie and andor, cassie and andor yeah what were yeah. you saying there's a second rumor uh that's out there about the mandalorian that flies in the face of the first rumor so the first rumor is he's quitting the second rumor is there's going to be a mandalorian movie <laughs> why, why would they do that i know Something's wrong. No, that's not. That's, that's like old school media thinking when you, oh, we got to make yeah. a movie to make the TV show popular again. Like that's what the Simpsons did and Sex in the City. And, uh, or, or they got to do a movie when a, when a show gets canceled, they got to do a movie to kind of give some like, like a entourage or whatever where they got to have one final, you know, right. kick at the can. Maybe we can make it into a film franchise. That's not going to happen here. They don't need to make this. It, Star Wars is already a film franchise. They don't right. need to make The Mandalorian. Uh, movie so no, it'll that's be a not lethal weapon scenario where he's like i can't believe this is all happening to me on the day i retire <laughs> from being a mandalorian i thought you were making <laughs> reference to the fact that they made a lethal weapon tv show uh yeah. <laughs> years after the movies were done that too that was another trend let's do the yeah. opposite right let's take an old movie franchise and try and resuscitate it through television so, right exactly anyway. all right exactly i think it's about it for this week hey yeah that's uh that those are the main topics yeah. and i guess we'll find out in the coming weeks uh which of those rumors is bullshit, and probably both of them. <laughs> probably. We spent half an hour talking about two rumors that will probably be bullshit. That is the fun of being a Star Wars fan in this day and age, is that we can just kind of speculate and, and bullshit about this stuff. So that's why people listen. But you know what? Okay, and then we'll really be had. We'll know we've been had if in the middle, if the last ep- of episode four, if the Mandalorian gets shot or something, then we'll all go, oh no, it's true. And then the episode five comes and we find it's just complete, it was bullshit. And they put that, they're basically got us all set up to thinking he was oh, going to die. Oh yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. That could be true. Yeah. That could be a leak, a, f- a fake leak. Honest, but honestly, I can't see that we would know the difference because he, we don't see his face. So they could... Right. How, even if oh. he left it halfway through shooting, they yeah. could finish the series with one of his stunt doubles and then dub his, uh, fake his voice or something. They could have done that or just had him do the voice. I don't know. It, that would be easy to do. It would be, yeah, very much so. And and Pedro Pascal is not that famous of an actor that he can afford to turn down work no. like that. Like, I, I, it's fine if he wants to quit on the, on the, you know, the premise that he needs to show his face more, but he's not a well-known name yet that he can pick and choose his jobs. I bet you he still has to audition for stuff. You know what I mean? Like he's the, isn't he the bad guy in the yeah. new Wonder Woman movie? Pretty sure he's he? yeah, I think so. He's one of the bad guys. Him and too bad we'll never see that. Film. <laughs> exactly. <It's> never, <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is going to come out yeah. in twenty eighty four. It's going to take so long. Didn't I tell you, Dan? I'm in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. I'm in it. I'm just going to start telling people. Yeah, I'm starring in yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> you're Wonder Woman. You're just going to have to take my word for it. It's never going to come out. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vatabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass.